check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the McAvoy Supervalue GEA podcast on wearecavan.com. I'm Damien Donahue, and on this week's show we're going to have post-match reaction from Cavan Gale's victory in the first round of the Ulster Senior Championship. Um, we have Jason Riley, the Cavan Gale's manager, and Niall Murray. Um, he, they were caught up with Mark Farley after the game. Um, we'll also just take a quick look back over Bally McHugh as they exit the junior uh, Ulster Championship at the hands of the Donegal Champions on Saturday night in Ballybuffet. We'll catch up with Cavan captain Killian Clark as he prepares to go down under and represent his country in the compromise rules in uh, leaving this Sunday. And finally, we'll be looking ahead to the Alliance National Football League fixtures, which were released during the week. Uh, but just to start off with, we're going to go to the Cavan Gales manager, Jason O'Reilly. Um, he spoke with Mark Farley after a victory scoring one goal in 19 to 10 points over Lom Derrick from Antrim. Jason, I'm here with Jason O'Reilly after a, a brilliant win for Cavan Gales. You must be delighted with that. Oh yeah, delighted uh, with the performance and that. Uh, really played well, I suppose, since after the, the senior final, everyone was chopping at the bit. They said it was a poor final and that. And uh, I suppose you can only beat what's in front of you and that. And uh, we came here today to enjoy it and uh, get a performance that we was capable of winning, and we got that. These players are really up for this challenge of Ulster. Like, I mean, the amount of the work rate he's had, um, it really showed. Um, the lads must be, you must be delighted with the way the they put in that performance and how hard they've actually tried, you know, that they've gotten probably down from the high of winning the, the county title and now they're back going on the road again. Yeah, I suppose uh, hard work wins a lot of games and that, and it's the one thing or aspect of, of, of the team that we do work hard for one another and not just as an individual and that. And it was about setting the tone right, and I suppose the first 10 minutes set that tone, everyone went at it, and the work rate was phenomenal, I suppose, uh, throughout the game. He scored a goal, he's cut out a few more, he must be happy with the amount of chances they're creating, but they yeah, convert a bit more. Yeah, I'd like to convert a few more than uh, all right, and it's a thing we do work at uh, at training and that. And I suppose we scored 119, 120, I suppose, there t- today. And uh, um, I suppose I was saying to the selectors and that we're just not clinical enough up front, but I suppose when you look at 119, 120 and that, and uh, here, hopefully the next day we'll get them chances and take them away the next time. Exactly, yeah, and you can play like it was a tight game, a defensive game maybe in the county final. You're much more expansive today when you have that freedom. What are you expecting now with the next match? Oh, here it's going to be tough. Derry Gonley will be coming in here, so they'll be fancying themselves too. They're a good team, big, strong fellas in it, a few great forwards, and they also work hard for each other, you know, and there'll not be much in it uh, come the final whistle, but both teams will be fancying themselves, I suppose, to, to push on and get into an Ulster final, you know, and no team, I don't think, will be looking on beyond each other either, you know. Everyone's talking about Luna Bar, Cavan's most vibrant new venue. With our big screen TVs, live music every weekend and free function room, we cater for everyone. 
Luna Bar, Main Street Cavan, the newest hotspot in town. Yeah, so that was Cavan Gill's manager, Jason Riley, continuing to make progress. A, a, a quite unbelievable feat. An entire season so far undefeated. Let's see, um, can they make it all the way to next next uh, March without losing a game or, or will there be one defeat on the record? Um, I think the maximum they can lose in this year is two, but um, another man who's who's very motivated to continue that success is the Cavan Gills fullback, Niall Murray. And Mark Farley caught up with him after the game. I'm here with uh, Niall Murray after a decent win for Cavan Gills. I must be delighted with that. Absolutely delighted now. Obviously, last year we were fighting relegation, so to get as far and win a county championship this year and the draw that we've got, we knew the champions we probably should beat them if we're realistic about ourselves. We thought that we would. We've put the head down the last two weeks. We probably enjoyed ourselves for the first week, but we did put the head down the last two weeks. We're looking forward to now. I think it's Derry Donnelly now in two weeks. So Yeah, you must be delighted with the work rate especially. I mean, the, the amount of turnovers you had in that match, you can see that you were all really up for it. Well, to be fair to the lads, it really starts from number 15. I know that might be a bit of a cliche and whatever, but... They really do put in a lot of work. Like Andy Graham there, Niall Smith, Mickey Ling, they're all great tacklers and they're really getting back and putting it's making our backs light and off of these when the when the kind of balls coming in is all pressurized tanks here. Um, and like the goal chances created as well, was that was that that's something they're obviously working on, I'd say, or was it It's not really something that we've been working on, it's just the forwards that we have. They're just excellent like that to be perfectly honest with you, every time I go to train, I know I'm going to have a tough with Shawnee Johnson, Paul O'Connor, Keenan Dunn, who come on there today, is only back from states, excellent football, Mickey Ling. It's never easy for us backs in training. So like, I can see them doing the Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, so like, I'm just never surprised when I see them going for it in the game. Joe was obviously known for goals. He's not going to stop us going for goals. He isn't telling us to go for them, but he just lets boys play with flair, and that's what we're doing. Yeah, and how like how have you looked? Have you just taken this game, one, it's just one game at a time, or have you set your sights on it, trying to win this Ulster title? Well, honestly, we want to win an Ulster title, but it is one game at a time. Uh, we have no doubts about it. I think that Derry Gunnelly have won the last three in Fermanagh. They've good players. I, I actually know a few of them playing against St Michael's and the Skillen, so they have an excellent team. You don't win three county championships, senior county championships, without being a very good team. So we hope to, I think, maybe in two weeks' time, quite give that a good rattle, and hopefully if you get to the final, anything can really happen. Just yourself, you had a good long year now. You must be, uh, you're still, you're still well, a little bit enthusiastic. <laughs> It hasn't been as long as we thought. I had a bad groin injury last, so I didn't really come back into the cabin set up till about March. So I'm happy enough now. But uh, sure, we just love playing football, and the fact games are coming thick and fast, that's the way you want it. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead, and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family owned and family run business. Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Yeah, so congratulations to... Cavan Gales on that victory it means they go forward now on Sunday week to face Derry Gonley from Fermanagh in the semi-final it's a double header in Clonus on the, the Sunday afternoon so the best of luck to Cavan Gales we'll preview that on next week's show moving on now um, just 
very briefly to Ballymacue, who fell to a four-point defeat um, at the hands of the Donegal champions on Saturday night in Ballybuffet. But pretty much a defeat that, that comes with a, a, a big silver lining because going into the game, they were dealt a blow of losing Mark Kiernan um, through a, a sighting incident after the game um, in the in the preliminary round. And uh, then they were down to... Um, 14 players after Anthony Baxter got sent off but still against a much fancy Donegal side Ballon McHugh still went in at half time leading and, and really put the game to them now I suppose the 14 men eventually um, made the difference on, on the side but it'll just be very interesting to see how far this Donegal team go I have to say the uh, the progress that Ballymacue have made this year has been wonderful. You could see the physical conditioning of them, despite what Stephen Baxter told us earlier on in the year or before the championship final, that they weren't uh, they weren't doing much in the gym. You can you can see the evidence of that gym work, and and I'd say it'll be a very good side that will beat the, the Donegal champion. So Ballymacue can hold her head up high after a really really good season, staying in Division Two of the All County Football League, winning the Sean Leddy Cup um, the Junior Championship in Cavan and, and giving a very good account of themselves picking up a, a, a victory in Ulster and a very good account of themselves in the uh, quarter final so well done to Stephen Baxter and to all the Ballamacue lads now I uh, I'm delighted to say that we have a representative on the compromise rules the international rules team heading down to Australia and it's the Cavan captain Killian Clark and I caught up with Killian a little bit earlier on in the week So I'm delighted to be joined by Cavan Captain Killian Clark um, to give you a full title. Cavan Captain, Irish international rules player, winner of the Intermediate Championship this year. You played for Ulster at the end of last year. It was uh, it's been a hell of a twelve months for you, Killian. You must really enjoy your sport. Yeah, you're definitely down written down now, Damien and said. No, I'm delighted now to get the call. I got the call from Joe Dell last week or two weeks ago. This is. Uh, go over and represent Ireland and Australia um, you know it's it's a, it's a great honour for me and, and the family too Kenny you know I think I think I was, I was tweeting during the week about I think I don't know who's who's more excited me or Elby but um, I think I think Elby got the nod now at this stage <laughs> I think he's half the country told <laughs> he's going to us so um, yeah no a good, a good way to, to recap the year you know Ah, it's it's absolutely brilliant. I suppose we, we we'll bring it back to maybe the start of two thousand and seventeen. I remember earlier on in the league, or maybe just before the league started, I was interviewing at one stage, but um, after a game. But you were telling me um, the story about when you got the phone call from from Matty Madlinen to to let you know that you were, you were going to be the captain of the county senior team for for two thousand and seventeen. You might tell us that story again. Ah, geez, yeah, you're, you're hanging me out to dry there. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good um, one. No, I, 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 it's, it's a good tale at the same time. But um, no, I, I, I was walking home from work. You know, I, I had headphones in. I was just walking along the canal there, um, just behind the do- side of the docks, and we stopped at a bit of traffic lights. And um, Matty rang me. I was on the phone for a few minutes, and we were still talking to the traffic lights. And he's just having the crack, you know, as he would. Just, he's not the hardest man to get on with. <laughs> so. Um, just chatting about you know playing how training was going how he think the games was and, and he just he kind of dropped in he says no I'm making you captain senior captain for the year just wanted to let you know and I says Jeez, I didn't know what to say on the phone you know he was nearly checking to see if I hung up with him and um, 
So uh, yeah, no, I was absolutely gobsmacked by it. I just couldn't believe, it, you know, and you know, as you would be, you know, it's it's right on for myself. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I hung up the phone any and then sh- took into ringing the boys. It's the first man at the ring. You know, if the news gets out and I'm captain, a captain, he doesn't know I'll, I'll not be let back <laughs> in the house. So uh, I rang him, you know, and he said, "Well, what's the crack, you know?" And he said, "Ah, no, just got a bit of bad news there, you know." He's, he's kind of a bit sarcastic himself, so I said, "I'd nail him back with it too." So. He, uh, I said, I was made, Maddie made me captain, you know, and he kind of cut his paws for a minute or two. And I said, Are you there, Sean? Are you? And so he nearly crying down the phone, he said, You know, <laughs> so I was, it was a good, good idea to crack now. But uh, yeah, no, no, I was, it was absolutely, I was kind of a bit gobsmacked, you know, because we did have, a, there was a few serious footballers in there and a lot of leaders too, and you know, Dara and G and Matt Riley and a few, and a few of the lads, just to say, but. And um, you know, just, I was absolutely delighted with to, to get the nod um, and represent the county. Yeah, it was a hell of an honour, and, and I suppose it's it it's nice to see the the reaction like that. That you 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 could, you could tell throughout the league throughout your entire year, you were so proud to go up for the coin toss to to be Calvin captain. It meant it really meant something to you. Oh, definitely, yeah. You know, like you're representing the rest of the players, and um, you know, like there's loads of sacrifices every man makes. You know, from missing. Missing different things on, you know, family occasions, friends, and different pieces. So, uh, you know, I, I, like, I understand what, 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 what's at stake. So, uh, you know, I, I was, I was going to go up there with my chest there. There wasn't a whole night I'd be in jail, any, I know that for a fact. Um, and, uh, you know, I was just, I was just over the moon with the news. There's not much more I can say. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was definitely, definitely an honour. And then move on into the the club championship and and Shercock who. Nobody, and I don't think I'm insulting anybody from Shercock, but at the start of the championship, nobody would have said that Shercock are favourites to win this competition. So, and even maybe that that the year wasn't going that exceptionally well for you, maybe working off of low enough numbers earlier on in the year, and it, but it started to grow. And once your championship run started to pick up, you really showed signs of of what you were capable of doing, and maybe what people expected after you were beaten in the intermediate final in in was it fourteen against Kilishandra? People thought, look, yep. this Shercock team, they're coming, they're going to do it, and and maybe it just didn't happen until this year. Yeah, look, we were, we were going out in we were going out in January, February, kind of very low numbers. We were probably talking five, six, seven, eight, maybe at training sessions, you know. And, um, there wasn't much of a pre-season put in, um, but you know, as the year went on, we kind of got, got a few more of the older lads back. You know, just lads there, 35, 36, John McEnroe, um, just about enough. I was going to about enough say a few ages there too. I was going to say Sean McGee, but he doesn't fall into that bracket just yet. Um, but uh, you know, there's lads that have different other commitments. You know, the family's going on now. You know, they're trying to build houses or mortgages and that to look after as well. So it's understandable too. You know that they couldn't commit to. You know, two nights a week and a night, uh, one of the a few hours during the weekend. You know, and there's money to be made at the same time. Um, but you know, as the year went on, we kind of we we stumbled through the league. I'd say we we lost first few five or six, and then we ended up winning six or seven on the row after uh, on the bounce after that. Um, and it just kind of slowly gathered a bit of momentum. Um, and then going into the championship, we were we were probably I'd say probably fourth or fifth favourites, maybe you know, in around that bracket. Um, you know, we we played the group stages of the championship. I think we finished ninth. Uh, uh, and we had to go to a playoff match against Cornerfane, um, oh, not not Cornerfane then, sorry, um, mm. and we, we ended up beating them. Um, it was kind of a bit of a disruptive year because we, there was a lot of stuff on those weddings, and you know, lads were going on holidays, and you know, Dean Riley was going back to Dubai, 
and he was only going to be there for a few weeks. You know, so there wouldn't have been a lot of preparation work done uh, prior prior to the last few weeks run up. You know, um, like the, the Sherpa lads, there was a few of them there coming back from Dublin um, every Tuesday. You know, which is, which is a tough ass. You know, from the, in the early months of the year. You know, from Mark John, I think Brian Tanky and um, uh, me, my brother obviously and Darren and Shane Clark, they're all, they're two, we're all, we're all coming back down the road. You know, which is a tough ask. You know, when you're in Dublin, it's taking two and a half hours to get to Sherbrooke. But um, you know, we we, uh, we got it together. We started, we sat down, we kind of said to ourselves, we said, boom, a bus time. We need either go for this or, or pack it in. And you know, there's often been a big effort put in throughout the year, even the management. You know, it was kind of tough on the management because you know they were there, so taking them there the last few years, and you know we won't really repaying them that well. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we we played Lara. We probably we played Lara, and we we won by a point. I think Niles got a penalty in the last minute, and you know a lot of people were talking. There was a lot of luck involved. And um, I I personally thought we probably should have been out the gate at half time. We, we kicked a lot of white in the first half. There was a strong wind, and um, but uh, you know we got over the line. I think you need that wee bit of rub of the green as well. But mm. we got over the line against Lara, against Lara in the quarter final, and then we played Drumgoon in the semi final, um, which we had play, played previously. Um, um, we, we just probably won't know, won't know mindset put into that uh, group stage game against them I think Michael Riley's wedding was on the toast before so probably wasn't the best preparation known to man at the same time <laughs> um, so uh, yeah no, we, we went into the green game we kind of felt in ourselves we probably knew we we probably better four players all around the field you know so I'm doing probably the few standard players but we thought if we, we could put the clamp and then we get over the line and then we played Bally Hayes in the final we probably didn't have the best uh, record against Bally Hayes. We, we um, you know, a good few years ago, they, they, they told us a lesson or two, and we kind of got in a wee bit optimistic. We said we just try and not to worry about who they have and just try and dictate the game as, as we like and really attack it. And, you know, it paid its dividends. We we out and we started well, um, and then Bally Hayes came back as we were struggling with Kevin Tierney inside. Um, and then obviously Parkman got injured. I think he pulled his hamstring about 20 minutes in or even earlier. Um, you know, which was a big, big bonus for us, and you know, it kind of relieved a bit of pressure a few the backs. But um, yeah, we, we last few minutes, I think we brother scored uh, scored a goal, kind of put us four up at that stage. Um, and then you know, there was there was a few big, big, big players that day that really stood up and you know took the chances when they got it. So it was it worked out nicely. Yeah, it worked out very nicely. And as you said, a few you'd say bigger players or big players, but. It was it was very much not just an individual. Like most people would have looked at it and said that yourself and Niall and maybe Brian, you know, that that you were the ones that are going to have to drag through. But I thought somebody, the the outside, maybe lesser known players, really really stood up for Shercock this year. None more so maybe than Damien McIntyre. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. But Damien McIntyre, Paul McIntyre, there, and um, even Ryan Clark. And Ryan Clark was mm. excellent against Dungoon Philip in the semi final. Um, you know he was catching balls. He was he was kicking points for fun, yeah, which is great to see. You know, um, and you know it, it took the whole the whole full circle. John McEnroe coming on, kicking odd points. I think reminiscing his, his more his younger days there with the wee tried uh, the trusty left peg. Um, yeah, you know, and obviously how you have um, we we've lads that went out to do do, jo- do jobs and a few of our better players as well that really really pulled through for us. Um, and you know, like even the keeper there, Ollie kind of was putting goals right there because we kind of Colin was away with holders and bits and pieces. So you know, Ollie stood up, and you know, he he was very good. And, and uh, when we needed him throughout the championship, so um, yeah, you know, definitely it wasn't it wasn't a one man show or two man show or anything like that. It was definitely a full a full circle. 
Tell me this, I was looking at throughout the championship and, and it was a, a skill that I hadn't really seen you execute before, but you're, you're free-taking from the ground. Not only your conversion rate from those frees was, was exceptionally um, exceptionally high, but your technique, it, it, it was... It, it was Ronaldo style, if, if for want of a better phrase. You're you're very straight when you approach the ball. Where did you pick up that skill? Um, I don't really know. I think I, I, I was I was coached through it at some stage when I was younger of trying to get a technique that suited you. You know, and uh, if you can just stick to the it's nearly like learning how to play golf. You know, if you can go through that process when you're stepping up to take the free. Um, and I, I just found because I, I used to be hitting them on the instep and trying to call it right to left, and it kind of the wind it kind of dictated a wee bit more. But with the striking action, as kind of it suits if you can keep it low on a windy day, mm-hmm. and um, you know it, there's not that much movement on it. If there's any movement on it, any a slight bit to left or right, so it kind of it works out nicely. And um, yeah, there was a few frees now. A few went wayward during the championship. But probably a wee bit ambitious. I was I thought it was Brian Sheehan there once or twice. I think <laughs> out round out round the middle. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it worked out nice now. There were um, a few, a few nice free kicks when we needed them. So, yeah, did you get much time to practice on, on like, we'll say even with county when you're in county season? Do you get time to practice freeze at all, or are you? Ah, sure. Be, I, I'd be putting pressure on Raymond Galligan there that time to let me let me have a go at a few, but a few out the field. But you know, Ray kind of back himself most of the time there. You know, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but uh, you, you know yourself, like when it, when the club when the county, it's not really something I'd be practicing with the county. I'd probably kind of be just doing it for. That wee bit of crack more than anything else. But when I go back into the club, I know kind of just uh, Daniel McIntyre there, probably he's only right foot free taker, and no one probably kind of has that wee bit more distance on it. So I know I can need a walk on it, so I kind of focus in on that for the first few weeks when I get back, and then just go go with the flow and let, let it roll kind of that way, you know. Yeah, it rolled, it rolled very, very well for you anyway. But I suppose you've won, you've won an awful lot of on the Rage Minor and on the 21s for Cavan, but to win something with your club it's it's a very different feeling because it's it's the kids you grew up with it's the, it's the lads you went to school with and 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 even i think we've seen in on the national papers it's it's the priests who say mass for you you've really enjoyed the celebrations oh definitely you know and even the whole underdog starts right the whole the whole championship you know it, it just makes that extra wee bit sweeter um, you know, the last uh, last championship we uh, it was the junior there and i think it was 2011 2012 um, you know, it, it meant you can just see how much it meant to everyone that, at that time. I don't think you see 35, 36-year-old uh, men crying on the sideline of a pitch too often, mm-hmm. you know. And I think there's a great picture of Joe Riley. Um, <laughs> he's one of the players there. He's balling, crying after the junior final. So I'd say there'd be a few more of them floating about after the intermediate championship too, you know. And it, like, it was a t- it was a kind of a tough time for the, for the club. But, um, Around the end of September, there you know there was a lot of a lot of lives lost to cancer and that, and you know a lot of people in dark places, and it just brought them back, put put a wee bit more of a smile on their faces, and you know trying to get them over that um, that that period that they might have been in, you know. But um, yeah, it was de- it was definitely like my my family's kind of well well involved in the football around Sheriff, you know, and uh, I'd be kind of exposed to it a lot of the time. But you know, even people that didn't have an interest in in the football side of things, you know. People that might have been at a Sheikh game for one month to the next, there, you know, you can see them coming out, out of the woodwork of Weaver with their Sheikh jacket and their Sheikh cast on and, and the whole works. And, and you know, they're, they're really getting into it and really enjoying it. It's great. It's great to see you too when you're when you're building up to a championship final and and the, the buntings out and the flags are out and 
every kid has their their share colours on or whatever the club may be that it it does it it gives you that little bit extra motivation going into a big final. Oh, definitely. You know, like you have that whole rivalry there, like the whole Kingscott, uh, Kingscott, Dungoon, Baylorbra, and you know, uh, McBride as well. You know, there's a great rivalry between Sherrick and those clubs. And so we were playing Dungoon in the semi final there, and you, you were driving through Dungoon the way down. You can see all the Dungoon flags out, and even going through Valley Hayes as well, you can see the place lettered in, in green and yellow. And yeah. um, you know, but sure, it's a great excitement, and you know, it's great for the club, even the, like the celebration after after the after the final up on the. On the lorry in town, you know, there was a uh, town was absolutely mobbed. So I wouldn't have seen that too often. <laughs> so it was mm. great to see, you know, everyone just come out in, the, in those roles. And then I suppose to to go on and and a few weeks later, little over or little under a month later, you're you're announced that you're you're going to be representing Ireland, which means that you've you've completed. I'm sure as a kid growing up, first and foremost, you wanted to play with Shercock and then with Cav, and and then to play with Ulster would have been a big thing, but to go on and represent Ireland means you've played with all four that, that I'd imagine every young kid would, would, would want to, when they pick up on O'Neill's football. Yeah, it's probably not something I thought about when I was younger, you know, it's probably idolising um, them lads when I was younger, I never thought it would have been in the a first cousin or something playing on the, on the Irish team, you know. Um, but you know, like it was kind of a tough one. It was, it was a hard one to kind of comprehend because I didn't really realize what situation I was going to be in because it was kind of going in a wee bit, we were pessimistic, probably just saying, "I'll go in and try my best, and so we'll see how we get on." You know, there's loads of, I think there was probably sixty odd trials at one stage um, with dodgy rules. So I kind of decided to go in and try my best, and you know, just get into that wee bit of flow and go out and enjoy it, and just don't have any regrets really. You know, it kind of suits me. Me style of play a wee bit, you know, there's high balls you have to deal with, and you get that wee bit of athleticism as well obviously comes in in handy. And um, mm. so, you know, it, it's definitely something that I'll not, I'll not forget too quick anyway. No. Um, but it, it's probably something I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have set a goal out at the start of the year now to be saying because I didn't have the best years, we'd be honest about it. So, you know, it's for something that kind of was a wee bit shocked by getting the call from Joe. Yeah, I, I suppose then just maybe to give people an idea, how, how does the process begin? Like when when did you get a call to go in for a trial or? or? Yeah, so it started just around the end of um, August of last. Uh, uh, so it was a six week trial period before the team was announced, and um, so it was just a Friday night um, in Abbottstown, training on Friday night, and we stayed in a hotel there in Castlenock, and then we'd be back at Abbottstown on the Saturday morning for um, for the six weeks. And then it was kind of a wee bit messy because it was involved with the club championship as well. Mm. Uh, so it might miss on Friday night session or it might miss the Saturday maybe with the Aussie rules and with the international rules. Um, and then it, it, it asked for six weeks. Uh, you know, everyone everyone was kind of happy enough how it went. It was different lads kind of ruled out through injury. different lads ruled out through club commitments. Um, and there was different lads just ruled out through work commitments even if you want to say so um, after that, he just he picked his picked his twenty three, um, and you know that obviously changed as well. I think Paul Kerrigan and Conor McKenna were involved in its first first twenty three release, and then Paul Kerrigan was, was still in the club championships in Cork, and uh, Conor McKenna ended up uh, I think he ligaments in his ankle, but left him out for a month, so he kind of was an unforced an unforced error, so to say. And uh, Paul Grimley and Sean Powder were brought in for replacement, so. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a good process. You know, there's, there's different skills in that you have to use, and you have to be kind of that wee bit more accurate with the kick pass, and and the first touch has to be good. There's no such thing as, as dropping a ball that, that's chest high. So um, yeah, it's 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 a cool, it's a cool, um, cool sport to play now, definitely. And I suppose it's it's funny you were saying earlier on that you're you're maybe the, 
the year with Cavan didn't go quite the plan. You didn't have one of your better years. But did you find that maybe training and trialing for the Irish team helped you when you were coming back to Shercock? Because you definitely had a good championship for Shercock. Yeah, you know, you probably just look after your body that wee bit more. You know, like the probably uh, the, the, that wee bit of professionalism that you're going to bring to it. You know, like you're, you're looking after your body during the week and you might get your few extra gym sessions in and, you know, you're analysing yourself that extra bit too because you have the GPS stats and you're keeping your running up. So, you know, it didn't do me any harm at all, I don't believe. Because um, when we're back to Shark, then, you know, it was facing those kind of, if you want to call it strong. Um, and I was fit to look after myself, you know, and it, 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 like the the big thing with the whole Aussie rules, the way we kind of train, it was just kind of focusing in on the skills. And then when I went back to Shark, I found myself kind of saying, no, I need to hit this, because I'm going to need this next Friday anyway, so I might as well just get it right here. And then, um, you know, I brought that into the games we were playing, tried the championship, and then obviously got it into the, into the, the international rules training as well. Yeah, it definitely worked out well for you at the at the right end of the year that that your your football came together just in time for Shercock and and in time for you to make the the Irish team. Tell us then. So when when do you head off to Australia? When do you do you jet off? Yeah, so, well, yeah, we're flying out Sunday, Sunday morning, so we are. Um, yeah, we're meeting up Saturday and then we're we're way off on Sunday. So really looking forward to it now. And you've been uh, your 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 boss has been accommodating and giving you the couple of weeks off. Yeah, no, just the can't have a show there. I'm working with in Dublin. They're very, they're very accommodating now all together. They were delighted to hear. They got the call, and you know they kind of said to me, "It's not, it's not an opportunity to be missed." So um, yeah, you know we we work something out there, and I got the, got a few days off and needed anyway. Yeah, it should it should be absolutely brilliant. And and first test is on. Is the first test in Perth or the second one? Uh, the first test is in Adelaide, and then the second one's in Perth. In Perth, so the 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 Cavan people listening over in Adelaide or in Perth, you, you want to see them out wearing the the Kingspan blue. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a good uh, good good tendency of uh, shocking people there in Perth. So even if there's any around Adelaide or that, don't be don't be shy and you come up and say hello and we'll have a bit of crack. And I think we might have a day or two off, a day off maybe after the after the test so that we we'll grab a few beers and so we'll see we'll see we'll see how we get on. It should be it should be absolutely wonderful. Well, look at Killian. Thanks very much. You've been very generous with your time, um, and best of luck down under. I'm sure you'll you'll enjoy the the process and and maybe the the couple of weeks, the three weeks that you're down there, living like a professional athlete. I know you 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 train like a professional athlete, but not having to get up to go to work each morning might be a different scenario. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Thanks a million, Killian. Best of luck. No problem at all, Damien. Thank you. Romar Energy offer the best energy solutions for your home and business. We offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet. Yeah, so that was Cavan captain, uh, Ulster player, and of course Irish player Killian Clark. Uh, delighted for Killian, I have to say he's he's one of the gentlemen in the sport, and uh, well, when he's when he's off the field, he is anyway. But delighted to see him representing Ireland down under, and, and it couldn't couldn't happen to a better GA man and, and really good GA family, it has to be said. So looking ahead to 2018 and the uh, Allianz National Football League fixtures were released during the week. And just to run through them nice and quickly so people can start to book hotels um, 
because we've a lot of we've a lot of journeys and quite a few of them on on Saturday night. Um, but we'll we'll start off. Our first game is on the twenty seventh of January, and that's going to be in Cusick Park in Ennis. Um, it's a Saturday afternoon, and it's going to be at two o'clock on Saturday. So um, that's that's a way too clear on the on the first round. Round two then sees us at home in Kingspan Brefney on the third of. February again a Saturday night throw in is at 7 o'clock and that's against Loud the following week then third week in a row it's the 10th of um, of February and again it's a Saturday night game in Kingspan Brefney and we'll host near neighbours there Mead um, throw in is at 7 o'clock the following week then or sorry we have we have a weekend free on the uh, on the 17th and then the the week after that is the 25th of February and Cavan will face Cork in down in uh, Porky Cueve it's on Sunday at one o'clock so I'd imagine anybody who wants to go to that you're going to have to book a hotel for the Saturday night I know people don't like to go on journeys and don't like to socialise the night before an important game like that supporters for Cavan are very very loyal but and very very dedicated to their support but you're going to have to go down the night before and stay in Cork so it's a one o'clock throw in there in Porky Cueve the new redeveloped Porky Cueve should be an absolutely wonderful occasion there to see the Cavan boys take on uh, Cork down in that wonderful new facility. Then the following week on the 3rd of March, it's back up to Kingspan Brefney and that's a Saturday evening game where we host down in Kingspan Brefney at 7 o'clock. There's a weekend free then on the 10th and we're back then on the 18th, which is a, a Sunday, the day after St. Patrick's Day. And we're over in the Hyde Park in Roscommon where we'll take on the Connacht Champions at 2 o'clock. So that's Sunday the 18th. And then the final game, of course, is a Sunday. It's on the following week, the 25th of March, and it's at home to Tipperary in Kingspan Brefney at 3 o'clock. All games in round 7 throw-in at the same time on the Sunday at 3 o'clock. So very busy schedule there for Cavan um, with with four games at home and three games away. So the draw was, was lucky to Cavan this year. Two long journeys, one down to uh, Ennis and the other down to Cork. And then a relatively short journey over to the Hyde to Roscommon in round six. So that's all we have time for on this week's McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast. Don't forget to tune in to the We Are Mead podcast where Mickey Brennan caught up with AFL star with the Hawthorns, Connor Nash, um, who's who's after picking up a senior championship medal here, or sorry, in Mead uh, for Simonstown. A really good interview there. We also have the... Uh, the We Are Ulster podcast with uh, leading GA journalist, national journalist uh, Declan Bogue and of course Paul Fitzpatrick from the Anglo Celt. You can check out both of those on your podcast provider, whether it be iTunes, SoundCloud, Castbox, or whatever you like to listen to your podcasts on. Please do spread the word about the We Are Cavan GA podcast. Um, let us know on Twitter what you'd like us to cover. Next week we are going to take a look at Cavan uh, re entering the the Allianz National Hurling Leagues for the first time in uh, uh, next season. So we'll have the fixtures for the Cavan Hurlers on next week's show and maybe we'll be bringing in um, somebody to talk us through the, the decision and, and, and how Cavan are going to approach the National Hurling League in 2018. Thanks a million for listening um, and please do share it on social media, Facebook and on Twitter. Mm-hmm.